Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. Amen. And you're going to see it, glory to God. You're going to see it. You're going to see more people come to know the Lord. You're going to get more text messages from family members. Crazy thing happened. I just received Christ as my Lord and Savior. That's what they're going to tell you. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. So tonight I'm going to talk on being fully convinced. Glory to God. Being fully convinced and what that may look like. You know, I write my messages. I write some notes down. And if you're first time hearing me speak, I know we're on live stream. Sometimes people haven't really heard me speak. I'm all about the Holy Spirit. I'm a yielded vessel, hungry for God, that will say and do whatever the Lord tells me to do. So who knows where we're going to end up tonight. But I know it's going to be good because the Holy Spirit's in it. Amen. Thank you, Father. Being fully convinced, glory to God. If you open your Bibles... To Romans, I love the book of Romans. It may be my favorite book. But we're going to go to Romans chapter 8. And I could stay on Romans chapter 8 for a really, really long time. There's so much, so much good stuff. So much revelation I received from the Lord on Romans chapter 8. Glory to God. Once you're there, just let me hear you say amen. Amen. Glory to God. I feel so good right now. My Lord. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What shall we say about such wonderful things? Yeah, so just to let everyone, this is Apostle Paul talking. Okay? And he's asking a series of questions, which I find so relevant today. And as, as, I, as I read this, I'm going to give you the Michael translation. This is what I felt the Lord download in my spirit about it. You know, we all hear from the Lord differently. And, and you know, <clears throat> for those of you right now, you know, I were, my wife and I, we went away for Thanksgiving. And so we had a great time in New York. Um, we had a great Thanksgiving dinner. If you follow us on social media, you'll see the, the, the turkey and, you know, I just love my family in New York, right? And so I have an 88-year-old grandmother, and she's, she's saved, born again, loves the Lord with all her heart. <clears throat> so Sunday night, she had like a funny head, and so we took her heart rate, and her pulse was really low. So Monday, we, we took her to the hospital, right? And, uh, they actually said, we're going to put a pacemaker in your grandma. I'm like, glory to God. 88 years old, she's getting a pacemaker. Her heart rate was really low. She said, I'd fix her up, no problem. I was like, okay, praise God. You know? So she's, she's 88 years old. She gets a pacemaker put in. There was a couple minor setbacks. We prayed. We believed. You know? And as I was sitting at my house drinking coffee, I, ha- I always take the Holy Spirit with me. I, my wife and I, we never go anywhere without God, right? So <clears throat> I'm having coffee with the Lord. That's how I start all my mornings, no matter where I am. You know, I have either my Bible app or my Bible handy. 
And I felt the Lord drop that in my, drop this scripture in my heart. Go to Romans chapter 8. Because as I read it, you're going to see, and this is my prayer, I actually pray this, the same revelation I received as I minister it, that you would catch. You would, you would receive it on yourself. And as you receive it, that's how you grow. Amen? Because the whole, the whole point is preaching and teaching and, and you growing. Amen? Does that sound good? So <clears throat> Apostle Paul's speaking, and he's, he's asking all these questions. So verse 31, what shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who could be against us? Amen? That's the, one of the questions. If God is for us, who could be against us? Amen? So if you're taking notes, this is, this is a good place to take notes. He continues, right? Verse 32. <clears throat> Excuse me. Since he did not spare even his own son. Glory to God. This is going to get good, I promise. Whew. Since he did not, he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for all of us, won't he also give us anything else? Come on, somebody. Come on. So if you don't have this in your Bible, highlight this. This is going to help you in your life as, I mean, glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Verse 33, right? Who dares accuse whom God has chosen for his own? No one for God himself has given us right standings with himself. Verse 34. And like I'm, he's asking all these questions, right? Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is seating, sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. Glory to God. How many of y'all thankful for that? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 35. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Isn't that, he writes that. Can anything, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? <sighs> now, just to paint the picture, because I'm, I'm reading this at my, parent, my mother's house, and I'm like in tears. I feel the presence of God so strong, right? Because anytime you, you say a loved one's at the hospital, right, Somebody that you know, a loved one, you know, there's, a, there's something that happens, right? Your mind always tries to fight you. Why did that happen? What, did, I, did, did grandma do something bad? What, you know, and, and, and listen, that's how the enemy works. He, it's always a thought first. It's always a thought. If you think back to any time the enemy tried to come at you, it's, it's always going to be a, a mind thought first. You're going to think... What does that mean? What does that mean? What did I do to deserve that? Does God not love me? Does God not love me? Well, I'm a good Christian. I'm a good person. Why is bad things happening to me? Does God not love me? That's what I hear all the time. And this is going to shoot those religious cows. Amen? This is going to take them down because I, I'm here to tell you that God does love you. I'm here to tell you that God honestly loves you so much. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
And I need you to be fully convinced. So some of, the, some of y'all are going to be fully convinced. Some of you are going to get reconvinced. Some of you will never be unconvinced after tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Verse 35, I'm going to start that again. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean... Does it mean he no longer loves us if trouble or calamity or persecution or hunger or, or danger or are, are threatened with death? Glory to God. So if something like that happens to you, does it mean God does not love you anymore? If you're faced with a, a disaster in your life, does it mean that, Apostle Paul's asking these questions, does it mean You lose your job. Does that mean God doesn't love you anymore? A loved one goes to the hospital. Does that mean God doesn't love you anymore? You lose a sibling. Does that mean God doesn't love you anymore? This is what Apostle Paul is writing. I'm just translating it into the Michael translation. Amen. Glory to God. You get in the car accident. Does that mean God does not love me anymore? You all ready for this? Glory to God. Verse 37. No. Thank you, Jesus. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory, come on somebody, overwhelming victory is ours through Jesus Christ who loves us. Overwhelming victory, come on, just say that with me. Overwhelming victory, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ Jesus. I saw overwhelming victory and I said, glory to God, I shall never be defeated. The Bible says, for if God is for us, who could be against us? We have access to overwhelming, overwhelming, glory to God. That's just not even like a tie. You know what I'm saying? I used to play softball, and and sometimes we win barely. They say, you barely won. But this says overwhelming victory. Glory to God. Overwhelming victory is my portion as a child of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I have access to overwhelming victory. No matter what the enemy tries to do, no matter what attack he, he prepares for me or, or, the, or is going on in my life, I have overwhelming victory. I don't care what the enemy wants to do. It doesn't matter anymore because I have access to, I have overwhelming victory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Overwhelming victory. Overwhelming victory. It doesn't matter if your kid is serving the Lord, he will serve the Lord because you have overwhelming victory. Glory to God. doesn't matter what happens, what chaos may be happening in the world, what coronavirus is happening, what variants. I have overwhelming victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. doesn't matter who's in the White House. Glory to God. I have overwhelming victory. Doesn't matter if my boss likes me or not, I have overwhelming victory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Some of you just gotta say that out loud. I have overwhelming victory. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm here to help you be fully convinced, to be fully convinced that God loves you, to be fully convinced that you have overwhelming victory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't go through bad days, down days. Well, you just said, you know, someone's thinking this. Maybe not anybody here, maybe online, right? Well, you just said your grandma's in the hospital. Yeah, it's okay. She's in the hospital. I, I got nothing against doctors. I have overwhelming victory. It doesn't change the truth. Glory to God. 
It doesn't change the truth that the Bible says you will have overwhelming victory. Glory to God. But she's 88 years old. Yes. Yes, she is. <laughs> Amen. And as she makes it another year, she'll be 89. And if the Lord chooses to call her home, she has entered heaven. Glory to God. Glory. See, somebody will always see the glass half empty. Always look at the bad things in life. You know, I got somebody who's like, oh, man, you know, she doesn't feel good because she's got COVID. She's got the COVID. I'm like, no, she doesn't. My grandma's 88 years old. She doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> no one's coming over my house, my mom's house. <laughs> she has no, she's, she's 88 years old. Glory to God. If I make it to 88 years old, that's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> Glory to God. But people around you will say stupid things. You know? People will speak death over you. People will speak defeat over you. People will tell you, oh, you know, the worst possible things. Not all my family thinks the same way I think. Because they haven't spent time with God the way I spent time with God. I make it a point to have a relationship with God. I make it a point to tell everybody. You too can have this relationship with God if you put the time in it. Like any good relationship, you need to put time. Someone, say, someone says, what's the key to a good marriage? Spending time with your spouse. Getting to know your spouse. You know, I got great advice before I married my wife. Make sure she's your best friend first. Make sure she's your best friend. So I made sure she was my best friend. We spent a lot of time together. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anybody getting anything tonight? Glory to God. <laughs> Being fully convinced. Tonight, you're going to leave fully convinced. You're going to leave fully convinced tonight in Jesus' name. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I'm going to read 37 again. No, despite all these things, all these overwhelming, all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ Jesus who loves us. And verse 38, now, if you don't have this highlighted, I want to tell you, highlight it. Get to know this. And this is Apostle Paul speaking. He says, and I am convinced. One translation says fully convinced. One translation says fully persuaded. Glory to God. I am convinced that nothing could ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither our fears of today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell could separate us from God's love. Verse 39, no power, say no power, hallelujah, in the skies above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from, God, from the love of God that is revealed through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul's right now. I am convinced. Glory to God. When I get to heaven, I'm, I'm going to have that played because I, I want to know how he says that. Because I'm sure he's not saying, well, I'm convinced. You know? You, know, you know, Brother Mike, I'm really convinced that God really does. No, I'm, I'm sure he's saying with passion because he's been through stuff. Glory to God. You know. He was a Christian killer. <laughs> That's what he was. He had an encounter with Jesus, encounter with God that changed him. And he's saying, I am fully convinced. 
I am convinced. You know, convincing takes, takes time. And there's different, you know, you think about this, right? I could tell Emily that, hey, Emily, it's dark, it's dark outside. And she could say to me, no, it's not. And I, I said, I'll convince you. Go look outside. Emily, go look outside. Tell me if it's dark. Is it dark? Are you convinced? You understand what I'm saying? But the way Apostle Paul says it, he's telling everybody, I've been through some stuff. And through all the stuff I've been through, I'm, I'm convinced. Some, like I said, some translation says fully persuaded. Glory to God. I'm fully persuaded that there's nothing that will ever separate me from the love of God. Nothing will ever separate me from the love of God. You know why that's so vital? Because it's, it's, it's everything that fuels my faith. God's love fuels my faith. Glory to God. God's love fuels your faith. Because if you know God has promised you something, he's not going to, to let you drop you, on, drop you on the head. He's not going to leave you. nor Because God loves me. God loves you. Glory to God. I'm going to go through this scripture because there's so much powerful things in it. Neither death nor life. That means if you lose a loved one. Come on, somebody. I want to be real. If you lose a loved one, is that going to separate you from God's love? Of course not. Of course not. Sorrow comes. But the Bible says in the morning there's joy. Sorrow is only permitted one night. Then in the morning there's joy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That, that means, you know, if someone in your family passes away, you get to blame God. No, don't blame God. Don't blame God. Don't blame God. I'm not, that's not going to take me from, that will take an unbeliever out. Well, God took my siblings and I'm really upset and I'm mad. And because of that, I'm never going to go to church. That's how some people think. But it's not God that does that. The Bible says the devil does that. He's the master deceiver. He's the hope thief. The hope thief. John 10.10. 10. Read it on your own. He comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. He looks to see who he could devour. Come on, somebody. Not God. Not God. Hallelujah. Neither angels nor demons. Neither our fears. Now, he says fears, which I think that's so appropriate. Because I'm sure Apostle Paul had a deal, had a, his flesh, you know, not sure if when he would go home, when he would get out of jail. You know what I'm saying? But he says not even the fear of today or the worries of tomorrow will separate me from the love of God. Not even the fears, the uncertainties in life. Glory to God. The, the, be, the, being, the act of being anxious well, what is the doctor's report going to say? Uh, am I going to get the job? I need this job. If without this job, I can't get a paycheck. Without a paycheck, you know, our mind starts rambling. The uncertainties. Nothing. Say that with me. Nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Because it's in the love of God that you will find all these great things. You'll find peace. You'll, you'll find all the fruit. You'll find joy. Hallelujah. You'll find, you'll find that all in Christ. And if the devil could take that from you, he's one. Excuse me. He's one. Glory to God. That's his whole purpose in life is to take you from Christ. 
That's his whole purpose. I wrote this in my notes. Life experiences should bring you closer to God, not push you away from him. Because you know he loves you. Something happens in your life, a lot of people like to run away from God. It's God's fault. God put me there. Meanwhile, it's the decisions that you've made. It's the decisions that you made. You are what you are today because of the decisions you made. How many of you have decided to come to church? You, you, you're here right now because of the decisions you made. Glory to God. It's up to you to, to apply the word of God for yourself. I can't apply it for you. What do you mean apply? How do I apply? By speaking the word over your situation. You know, my grandma, she's in great health. She's probably sitting in a chair right now. She may be even listening with my mom in the hospital. I'm not, I'm not even sure because my mom's there. And, uh, you know, the doctors like to say all these things. And I, I don't hate doctors, you know. They're very, they're very wise. They spent a lot of time. Doctors are okay. But doctors don't have the final say. Amen? Doctors, God has the final say. So, you know, my grandma got a report, you know, that, oh, she may have a blood clot in her body. That's why there was a temperature. There was a low-grade temperature, you know. So they ran samples of the blood and everything. Oh, she may have a, a blood clot. Okay. Father, I thank you that there's no blood clot because in my grandma lives, dwells the Holy Ghost. She had, the, the temple of the Holy Ghost is in my grandma. Come on, that's how I pray. They can't, light and dark can't mix. Lord, I thank you that there's no blood clot in my grandma's body. In Jesus' name. You know, I would spend time. I, my mom would go to the hospital. Uh, then I would switch with her, give her time to rest. You know, my wife was there watching the house, cleaning, answering the phones and everything, praying. And I, I would be sitting at my grandma's feet. And I'd have my hand on my grandma's feet. And I'd be praying in the Holy Ghost. Father, I thank you. All I hear is good news. Thank you that she is the healer. She's the righteousness of Christ. Hallelujah. They run, they bring the, the team in. They do an x-ray and everything. No blood clot in the legs. Must be in the chest. Okay. Let's take an x-ray of the chest. Okay. Lord, I thank you. There is no blood clots. There is no infection. Come on, somebody. There is none. There is none in Jesus' name. Boy, that name of Jesus, let me tell you. Hallelujah. One, I'm praying with my grandma, and I, I, feel, I feel the anointing. It's like hot, liquid olive oil going down my whole back into my left arm. I just laid on my grandma. My grandma, what's going on? I said, Mima, I'm, I'm just praying for you, Mima. And it, my grandma is 88 years old. She's first-generation American, right? So she came from Italy and became a citizen. And she speaks with broken English. You know, so if you ever, <laughs> you know, if you ever follow me on social media, I have videos of my grandma. She speaks, you know, like a thick Italian accent. And so she gets startled. Marco, what's the matter? I said, Mima, I'm just praying for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Continue, you know. And she closes her eyes, and I start praying. And I, I feel the anointing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Nothing will ever separate me. I'm fully convinced. I'm fully convinced on the anointing. I'm fully convinced that God loves my grandma. Hallelujah. So they took a chest x-ray and everything. No blood clot. <sighs> okay. Oh, she, let's take some blood samples. Okay, take the blood samples. 
my grandma, every morning, I got a picture of my grandma. She prays every night, and she goes on her knees. And, you know, I, I sometimes hear her pray. She prays in Italian. And I say, what's that noise? I think she's speaking in tongues. But she's praying in, in you know, her dialect, you know. And I see my grandma on, on her knees praying. And I said, Lord, I thank you that every night when she applies the blood of Jesus, it never goes away. And that powerful blood of Jesus is applied on her from this day. Come on, somebody. <laughs> they, they came back with the, the blood cultures, and, and they said, no, it's, it's fine. Every, everything's fine. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said, Mima, now it's her appetite, okay? So, <laughs> you know, my wife and I, we, we were about to have pizza last night for dinner. So my mom says, Mima's got to eat. I said, okay, that's easy. That's easy. I can impart that. Amen. <laughs> I can impart that, right? <laughs> so we pray in the middle of the night before we, before we start eating. I said, Lord, the same hunger we have for this pizza right now, I impart that to my grandma. Some of you might say that's really weird. But no, it's not weird. I can impart things. And so she woke up this morning. She had a yogurt and oatmeal. Glory to God. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. So, you know, somebody that's not a believer won't be able to understand this. But I'm in a room of believers, glory to God. And we know God does miracles. Come on, we know God is king. God is on the move. God is doing things. That's what happens when, when one believer would just go and pray and believe God for the weirdest things. And so she, her, her appetite came back, glory to God. So now, she, now it's just a matter of strength going into her body and the doctor saying, all right, let's go home. Let's go home, Mima. Have, and I asked my grandma, right? This is how much I love my grandma. I asked Mima, when do you want to go? When do you want to go home? Oh, not yet, Michael. Not yet. I still want to be here on earth. Okay. She's not ready to go home yet. Glory to God. She's fully convinced. She's fully convinced that nothing will separate. No matter what life throws at you. No matter what, what no matter what. And listen, you know, I'm not one of those people that say, you know, you're a Christian. You're never going to have a bad day in your life. The, the, the fact is you might have a bad day, but the truth says that we have overwhelming victory. Glory to God. Come on, somebody. We have overwhelming victory. Glory to God. If that's you, let God hear you. I have overwhelming victory. Come on, somebody. It don't matter what the doctors say, but the truth says I have overwhelming victory. Hallelujah. My God, I feel the anointing right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You could live in the overflow. You could live in the anointing of God. You could live tanked, you know, drinking that new wine, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Overwhelming victory is my portion in Jesus' name. Why? Because I'm fully convinced that nothing shall ever separate me from God's love. Neither angels nor demons, neither principalities, tragedy in life. Nothing shall ever separate me from God's love. Because through God's love is where I get my victory. Because he said, I never leave you nor forsake you. He said, healing is the children's bread. He said, call unto me and I'll answer. Glory to God. He's all powerful. He says, if you call on me and I'll answer, I'll show you things to come. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For you are not a man that you should lie or the son of God that you should repent. Has he not said it? Shall it not come to pass? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, I feel so good right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father.
Hallelujah. I got some more notes. Hope, hope that's okay. Is anybody in a rush? <laughs> Hallelujah. Is this helping anybody? Hallelujah. And you know the great thing is? God has no, God has no, the Bible says God has no favorites. So what I'm experiencing in life, maybe you're not going through. Maybe you've been through. You just had a different experience. Your experiences change. Come on, somebody. Your experiences can change if you allow it. By what? Applying the word of God. Once you apply the word, the Bible says the word does not come back void. You, he sends his word. The Bible says he sends his word and it heals. It delivers. It, gets, it does not come back void. It must accomplish all that it's sent out to do. That's what the Bible says. So as I'm in the hospital praying for my grandma, I'm speaking the word over her. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil designed tragedy to, this is good. The devil designed tragedy to take you away from God. He's designed tragedy to take you away from God. That's why when I lead somebody to the Lord, I, I tell them, now remember, always run to God because he loves you and he has a plan for your life. Most times, and I've experienced this growing up where something bad happened to me, like the loss of my grandfather. I, I was young when my grandfather went home to be with the Lord. And I would get angry. God, why would you take my grandfather? I remember saying this. God, why would you take my grandfather away? Everybody has their grandpa. Everyone has their poppy, their no-no, their, you know. But you took him away, and I get so mad. But it wasn't, it wasn't God. I was naive. I, no one ever taught me. No one ever told me the truth. Instead, at a young age, I got mad. I got bitter towards God. And if he could take, and now, I'm going to be honest. If somebody would have told me that, if somebody would have told me that at a young age, Michael, listen. According to the Bible, John 10, 10, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God has given us life. Life, He says life more abundant. Glory to God. So your grandpa, what happened was he got sick. He got sick. He went home to heaven. And it's okay. You will see him again. Don't get mad at God. Get mad at the devil. Get mad at the devil. My grandfather had pancreatic, the doctor said he had pancreatic cancer. That's why I hate cancer. Anytime I, I find someone that says, hey, pray for me, I have cancer, it stirs up in my spirit. I hate cancer. I hate it with everything in me. Glory to God. Lord, you said lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I look for people to pray for. Because it just takes one miracle in someone's life to change them. An experience with God could change somebody. That's what I had. I had an experience with God that, that changed my life. And now look at me. I decided to, to, to dedicate my life to cause havoc for the devil. To win souls. To populate heaven. And to depopulate hell, to lay hands on the sick. Sometimes people don't like praying for the sick. Oh, well, what happens if God? I don't think like that. Well, what happens if God doesn't hear your prayer? God hears my prayers. 
I have a good relationship with him. He wants people healed. He wants people happy. He wants people to enjoy life. Glory to God. And I made, I made it my life's mission to tell people about Jesus. <sighs> Glory to God. Thank you, Father. You can either look at a tragedy as a, a deterrent to take you away from God, or you could look at a tragedy to fuel your love for God. The Bible says in the book of James, when trouble comes your way, look at it, look at it as a place where your faith could be activated. Your faith could be used. Glory to God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's how we grow our faith. Faith is actually born inside of you. You receive a portion of faith when you give your heart to the Lord. Because you don't, you know, I don't know, maybe somebody got, you know, a stork came, like a bird came to your house and said, hey, you're saved. Congratulations. I never got that. I got something from my pastor. Like, hey, you've given your life to the Lord and we'd like to, to tell you. Or you get baptized, right? But there's no, you know, there's nothing that, <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? You know, there's nothing you, you get from the mailman. You, by faith, you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen? And that's where faith begins. Glory to God. And so now, if faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, how does doubt and fear come in? It's got to be the opposite. By hearing the, the word of the word, world. Faith come, fear comes by hearing the word of the world. Turning on the news. Listening to somebody that has no word of God inside of them, that's all they do is talk about death, defeat, chaos, destruction. They listen to too much Oprah. Turn it off. <sighs> Come on, somebody. Am I, am, am I making sense? Does that make sense? If faith comes by hearing the, hearing the word of God, right? How does fear come in? How does doubt, disbelief come in? So you got to go to the source and you got to cut it. You know, what you feed will grow and what you starve will die. You need to feed your faith. Because feeding your faith will grow your love for God. Because when tragedy happens, your faith is activated. It's not supposed to happen like this. It's not supposed to happen like this. I have power and dominion over all the works of the enemy. I have power. I can command a thing and it can come to pass. Glory to God. I just got to speak it in my mouth. I got to get the scripture, put it behind it, and watch what happens. Glory to God. And that's how it happens. That's how it works. You release your faith. Now, I'm not going to teach on faith tonight. But faith is a muscle. Faith grows. How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word. Find, find a good Holy Ghost preacher, a good Word of Faith preacher. We have podcasts. We have YouTube videos. We want you to grow. I want you to, tonight, I want you to be fully convinced in, in that God loves you. And no matter what tragedy may come in your life, think of it as an experience. I've experienced something. I've experienced it. But I'm not experiencing it alone. I'm experiencing it with God. And my words that I choose to speak over the situation hold power. What words am I choosing to speak? Words of the world or words of the Lord? Because it makes a world of difference. Hallelujah. It makes a world of difference. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. I am fully convinced. I am fully convinced that nothing shall separate me from the love of God. Nothing. No tragedy in life. No, I mean, you think about it. He says, nor angels or demons. Even if an angel came to see me and tell me, don't listen to the Bible. It's not true. Don't, don't, don't pray to God. Come on, folks. That's what Apostle Paul wrote. He was that sold out. He was that convinced. Hallelujah. And I want everyone to leave here that convinced. No matter what, what things come in your life, glory to God. You have the word. You have the anointing. God's anointed you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You have dominion over all the things of this world. You have power to rule over all the works of the enemy. And nothing will stop you. Nothing will stop you. I think I have one more point here. And then I'm going to pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Jesus. You know, being fully convinced takes time. But that time is all up to you. That time is completely up to you. You can go home tonight and decide to get into the word and, and, and get into it. Make it a point to grow your relationship with Christ. You know, and everyone's at a different level. Amen? Start with where you're at. Don't set a goal so high where, oh, I'm going to read the Bible in two days. Great. Amen. But now if you don't, you're going to beat yourself up. I failed. Set a realistic goal. I'm going to spend a half hour in prayer. Instead of the radio going to work, I, I, I might find a scripture that I can meditate on. Or I'll maybe I'll put the Bible tape uh, on. Tape. Glory to God. <laughs> I may put the Bible tape on. <laughs> you know, you find things that are going to feed your faith. You find things, sermons, podcasts. And then you determine what you want to allow in your life. You determine it. Now, my, my grandma, as far as I know, she's as healthy as an ox. Glory to God. She just needs to eat a little bit more pasta, build up her strength, and she'll be back home watching her soap operas, watching Jimmy Swagger, <laughs> watching me, watching everything. <laughs> That's my grandma. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that tonight we leave fully persuaded. Nothing's going to separate us. Nothing. Things you did in the past won't separate you from what God's love. Listen, the Bible says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. The Bible, you know, in the, in the beginning of Romans, it says that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. Live righteously. I'm sold out for the things of God. I've decided to accept him as my Lord and Savior. He's my Lord and Savior. He's the ruler of my life. you got to make that real to yourself. Lord, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to start reading? 
Who, who do you want me to get help from? If there's an issue and you're, you're struggling in life, that's why there's pastors. This is not a plug for pastors, but it's true. That's why there's pastors. Pastors are designed to watch over the flock. Pastor James, his, his goal in life is to get you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Glory to God. And he, there's no personal gain. The gain is a relationship with Christ. It's, it's fulfilling what God's called you to do. That's what the gain is. You get to go to heaven, and, and you, get to, you get to fulfill heaven's assignment on your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With all eyes closed, all heads bowed, This is going to get personal, but if you're in this room, and if you're not fully convinced, if you're not sure that heaven is your home, listen, there's, there's, a, there's a life that you can live. There's a life that you can live. If you're watching right now on, on Facebook Live, and, and you're not sure if something was to happen to you, where you would go? Would you go, would, is heaven your home? Have you made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior? You know, I prayed for a lady today. She came off the streets. She, for whatever reason, she thought today was Tuesday, and she was hungry. She needed food. And I said, well, today's not Tuesday, but please, let me, let me give you some food. Would you like to first come into service and, and listen to the preacher preaching? It's going to help you more than the food. Well, I'm very busy. I got so much things to do. I just needed some food to, to carry me through the next day. I said, okay, please help yourself. Please help yourself. You need some bread. And I started helping her. And I said, listen, real quick, though. If something was to happen to you, do you know where you would go? And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, would you go to heaven? If today was your last day on earth, if you leave this church and, God forbid, something happens to you where you're no longer here, do you know where you would go? Would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? And she said, her eyes gazing at me, I'm not really sure. And this was an older lady. She said, I'm not really sure. I said, well, there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. And God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for you. I began to, to minister to her. I told her what the Bible says about salvation. I said, I'd like to pray for you to make sure. And I prayed with her. And I asked her, I said, would you like to receive that gift of salvation? She said, I would. And I said, now just simply say this prayer with your heart and lips out loud. She accepted Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior right in, the, right in the hallway where Pastor James was preaching. She took groceries. I said, we have the food pantry. I'd love to, for you to come back and introduce you to our pastors. They, they love people. She chose life. She chose Jesus. And if you're in this room and you're watching on, on Facebook Live and you're not sure where you would go, I want to pray with you. I'm not here to embarrass you. I'm not going to call people up to the altar. But with all eyes closed, all heads bowed, if you need to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to say this with your heart and lips out loud.
because it's the first thing you have to do. It's the only way to get to heaven. It's how you access his throne room, calling him dad, calling him father. Say this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sending Jesus on the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross. Thank you for resurrecting three days later. Jesus, I ask you to live in my heart. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. It's a simple prayer. If you're watching online and you prayed that prayer, or if you're in this room and you prayed that prayer, just connect with us. I want to get, I want to get something in your hand. Hallelujah. If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.